back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Husker Rewind here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcoming in now on the Allo VIP line. VIP line brought to you by Allo Fiber, where they understand it, the importance of exceptional service with local heart is Mr. Brian Munson. Um, Brian, have you heard about what happened at Home Depot at 70th and uh, Highway 2 today? I, You know what? My son was just – well, so here, uh, total disclosure. Full disclosure, my son is a uh, Dallas Cowboys fan. Okay, so he, he has the same pain that I do? game right now. Uh, yeah, Mike's so, a Cowboys he, fan. He did tell me about that a little bit. Like he was reading through Twitter and he was like, something about a tractor. Is that what I heard? Somebody, somebody, it looks like someone stole a skid steer that they used to clean snow in the parking lot and evidently lost their mind and ultimately took the bucket of the skid steer and slammed it into the yeah. side of a police cruiser. And uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I condone that, but I think we've all been very close to losing our minds on some days, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe he's a Cowboys fan. Well, I was going to say, say I, the, 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 the police cruiser is the Cowboys right now, yeah. so it's getting like run over by a, a, a bobcat. Uh, so I thought they could lose, I didn't think they could lose like that. But oh, my goodness, it's, hey. it's uh, my, my wife said it correctly. She said Green Bay has just wanted it more today, but I tell you what, Jordan Love. How good has he looked? Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. By the way, he looks incredible. You live in that area. Um, how do cow- how will Cowboy fans react this weekend after this weekend? Oh, this is pretty predictable. Um, <laughs> See, you know, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> there's a the 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 uh, the window for hiding all sharp objects begins in about five minutes. Um, <laughs> they are going to be devastated. Number one, uh, this was. This was about as good a season as I can recall in the past, I don't know, 10, 12 years. I mean, they were basically, um, you know, unbeatable at home. So when you get Green Bay, who, you know, in fairness to Green Bay, uh, they have not been very healthy. They have not really had great consistency within the roster. And now it seems like they're kind of peaking at the right time. Um, you're, you, you've got some guys, except for their defensive back, who, again, they lost again tonight to an injury. But uh, ultimately, on offense, I, I think that this is about as healthy as I've seen them all season long. So th- this is going to be a really, really rough go for Dallas Cowboy fans down here uh, over the next uh, eight to ten months. Brian Munson of Husker Online, our guest. Uh, Nebraska had a great week in the portal. They they've gone six for six yeah. in this off season. Um, we we I think we've already talked about Naor. They got Isaiah Naor, uh, the wide receiver. We were wondering. After Dante Dowdell, if who they might get, the, the surprise was Micah Mazu. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Mazula. I think it's, I think it's Maz, 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 it, There's an extra A in the back of the two Z's. Mazakua. Gazutai. So I talked to him last year, and he told me, and and now I'm trying to apply, reapply that that uh, that 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 uh, knowledge, and I can't remember that conversation. Mazakua. I think I don't uh, know. Gazuntite. Uh but um, uh but that's is that's the big surprise. How big of a get is that for Nebraska in the offensive line? It's fairly significant. I mean, you know, I was down in San Antonio a week or two ago and I was talking to Grant Bricks and Gibson Pyle and obviously those are two very talented offensive linemen that Nebraska have gotten the, have gotten in the class and it's actually a really talented group when you put it all together, even like at and then like Preston Tomua. 
Landon Davidson, Jake Peters. You know, it's it's a it, some of those guys are a little unheralded. Uh, I know that Nebraska really likes them. You put on their film, you understand why. But when you but when you listen to Bricks and and uh, and Pyle talk last week, Nebraska was really telling you know two true freshmen come in ready. We have a we have basically an open competition at, at one of the guard positions. Yeah, I think that kind of lends itself to you know the injury with Piper being very significant and and the the basically just you know not not likely that he would be back you know next season so you you kind of mentioned things like that with a couple of true freshmen you know you give them the right mindset when put that carrot on that string a little bit and put it out in front of them um but when you pick up micah you've got a guy that number one was very successful at baylor number two rolled on into the sec and was also very a very consistent guard interior, even like a right guard, which I think is what the, the position is. I think that the people should be looking at is is probably in play this spring for Nebraska. So, I think Nebraska did a great job going out there and nailing down some really significant needs when it comes to comes to that that right guard, that interior line position, a couple of consistent, proven wide receivers. You get that bigger back that still has big playability. And, and I still, I really felt like with, with Reimer and, and Henrich, you know, being gone, you know, at, at inside linebacker, they needed to get a guy and, and they did just that. Brian Munson joining us here on the Allo VIP line. Real quick, back to the Cowboys, because I, I called this earlier. Uh, Mike McCarthy's going to get fired after this and Bill <laughs> Belichick's going to be named head coach by Tuesday, right? I, you know, it's probably, <laughs> it's, it's not an unreasonable thought. I mean, I, I was serious. You should, you should see Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones tonight on television has acted like he has, this, he is very put out. And this is a, this was a very good team all season. And, and I'm a Bills fan. We, we, we clobbered them, you know, but um, at home, they've been tough. Dak has looked really good. CD had a heck of a season, but there's just a real lack of this real, peak and valley thing that they got going on they've lacked consistency as a as a, as a team and that's a that's an interesting theory right there I I, I, <laughs> I don't know where I don't know where Belichick sat with with wanting to go ahead yeah. and come back and work for one of the most uh, complicated owners in, in the NFL but um, he can make a lot of money and they've got a very talented roster well I haven't seen him throw any drinks at anybody in in the booth but but um, he doesn't look happy. Uh, to say no. the least, somebody's getting fired, whether it's the janitor, <laughs> somebody is getting fired uh, right away. You mentioned linebacker. It was a big uh, position of need. They lose Reimer, they lose Henridge, and they get Stephen Thompson, uh, mm. who's from Syracuse. He played for Tony White. How big of a yep. pickup is that for Nebraska? Huge. I mean, this is a guy that started, I think, as a true freshman, I think he started 12 games and then had a had an ACL or a knee injury. I guess I shouldn't say specifically an ACL. I guess I can you can kind of fill in the blanks a little bit when you start seeing a knee injury and you're gone for a season, however, um, had a significant uh, knee injury his sophomore year, took a red shirt, you know, and started to come back uh, last season. So, but as a, as a true freshman, won 12 or played 12 games, started 12 games. Um, that was, a, I think that's a very significant pickup. That's a guy that, that not only knows who Tony White is and knows how he coaches, understands three, three, five, understands, understands playing in that defense. Um, I, I think that that's, that's huge because I think you still have some guys there that, that, that you can roll into linebacker. I'm not sure how I feel about this positionless kind of linebacker term, you know, at the second level. I don't know if that speaks to just not having the right guys on your roster 
or if you really feel like you can pull that off. I, I, I just, I think that the, the middle linebacker position and the outside linebacker positions um, have a little different skill set. And, and you may have some guys that you can cross over, but I think you have deficiencies when you, when you do that based on whoever is there. But I think Stephon Thompson is a huge get. It's almost like plug and play with another dude that, that might've been there last season that play, you know, a few games for Nebraska anyway, because of just his experience at Syracuse with Tony Watt. Hey, Brian, I want to ask you about, uh, let's jump ahead a couple of recruiting classes. Number one offensive yep. tackle in the country, Jackson Cantwell, is going to be in town for junior day next weekend. It's actually his third visit to campus, is my understanding. We were teased by Brandon Baker a little bit, uh, you know, rumors about NIL deals, and he's at Texas instead of Oregon or Nebraska, whatever happened there. Who knows? But Jackson Cantwell is the dude that I think is going to play on Sundays and uh, what can you tell us about him and Nebraska's relationship with him? Well, I tell you what, too. Um, you know, for all the positives that went along with the Brandon Baker, I'm not sure if he was really a, a true tackle. Um, that was a, a maybe a six foot four guy. Cantwell is a six seven and a half guy. You know, six seven and a half, three hundred pounds. Um, really good track and field. You know, thrower to kind of go to kind of boot. So. A explosive, you know, individual, really strong. Go out there and check out his, his Twitter feed. Uh, he's got some, he's got some uh, clips on there of him doing some lifts that'll just, you know, kind of blow you away. Because I mean, he's a 16 year old, you know, kid. Um, I, I think that this is this is significant because also his mom is from Nebraska. Um, you know, lives in Nixa, Missouri, uh, and having you know being there for a third time is really uh, a pretty nice indicator about where nebraska kind of sits out on its list because nebraska now joins georgia and alabama this as you mentioned before he's the number one offensive tackle in the country he's the number three guy overall in the 2026 class um so i, I think as far as like comparison wise to how significant this is or how do you how do you compare him to to a Brandon Baker, I would put Cantwell in front of Baker every day of the week. I mean, this is a prototypical left tackle, like you said, a guy that's got, you know, some some sort in some day down the future, he will be playing on Sundays. I mean, mm -hmm. that's how good this play this guy could be. Breaking story, the Cowboys just scored and got the two-point conversion. They're within two scores. They've got three minutes and 25 seconds to come back before somebody gets fired. So there you <laughs> go. Uh, Brian Munson of Husker Online. <laughs> joining us talk a little recruiting you wrote about it nebraska pursuing still a defensive tackle uh i think dylan chrisley is his name Chris, and, yeah and 6 275 is this right he runs a 44840 i tell you what you see that and you see the size and you don't believe it and you put on the film and you go the dude can move and and he benches 225 40 times so he oh. is a He's a spark plug. Um, wow. I, it's it's interesting, right? Because I, I don't know the, the the numbers game for Nebraska right now in their current roster. I I, I think they're well over a hundred guys on scholarship. They've got to trim back fifteen plus, you know, be, be, before like May. Um, so it's if and, and based on some of the offers, of course, that Dylan has got this this may be you know a, a somebody that they're talking about getting an NIL deal to potentially um, somebody else. They're, they're going to not keep them, you know, not put them on the 85 and initially give them a chance maybe to get on there uh, eventually, but they, they've never been able to kind of go out there, you know, and get somebody to kind of 
play that role of Carlin Jones in the class. Carlin Jones, when he when he dipped out in end of November, really created a huge void in the class. They they had found a a, a player you know that played interior defensive line, really a three technique that could get a lot of pressure rushing the quarterback, and that's exactly what Chrisley can do for you. He is super explosive, has freakish speed, freakish power. Not an overly big guy, but if you're really talking about rotating a guy in that's maybe more of a package guy that can that can get in there and, and just say, hey, look, we want you to pin your ears back. We're going to go after, you know, after the quarterback with you in there on passing downs and just rotate you in. Um, that would definitely be a, a, somebody that would be very, very interesting to bring in. And, and I think he's a guy also that you could – you could maybe trunk him out and play him at a at a five. You know, he's not really a great four, but he's if he's really running that four five kind of time, you can definitely put him out at a defensive end as well and get away with that. Uh, your Bills play tomorrow. The game was canceled today. Uh, so I'll tell you what, thank goodness for everybody out there in Buffalo and and, and for myself included who would have watched on TV that the snow and the weather have been an, uh, just amazing to watch on social media. I I would have loved. I wish they would have played. That would have been so Ooh. good. That would have been so fun. They'd, you know, run a snowplow out there, you know, during an extra point, whatever. Uh, that would have been a lot of fun uh, to watch, but they can't. They're going to play it, uh, what, tomorrow at 4? 3.30, I 3.30, okay. Yeah, right. 3.30, 4.30 Eastern, I think 3.30 Central. Um, I don't know how this all ends up. I mean, it was still, I think last report, like some people were on Twitter still talking about how bad it was still snowing out there. And, and I um, I don't know. I'm, I'm I hope that this doesn't get in the way of obviously having a very good game. I was impressed with Kansas City uh, last night. I was been impressed with Green Bay tonight. I think the next game, of course, has got some got some really nice storylines with the two quarterbacks and how they kind of swap places. But yeah. Buffalo is in a good spot. That two seed is really interesting. You can stay at home for the first two games. Just gotta just gotta win them both and and maybe put yourself into the AFC Championship. There you go. Uh, thank you, Brian Munson. You and Jay Foreman for sure will be watching tomorrow at three thirty. The Bills. Absolutely. Uh, Let's go, Bills. Uh, hey, you guys stay warm. Talk to you soon. Right. Appreciate Thanks, Brian. It. Brian Munson of HuskerOnline.com. A lot of good uh, portal talk there. Who for you was the biggest portal? It was Dowdell, I, wasn't I still it? say Dowdell, but at the same time, I'm sitting there looking at all of them. Thompson was I, a big pickup. I think all of them are going to be guys that Nebraska fans are going to know their face, their name next year because they're going to be on the field making plays. Yeah, they all look like, yeah, uh, like maybe with the exception of Bly Hill. They all look like they could start right away. Yeah, true. Uh, Nayarm, I think he's, he's, he's going to be in the top two. Yeah, it, well, position it, of he's need. two years off the knee surgery, uh, but I think he's a guy that's definitely going to be in the top two of whatever ever position, so he's going to be either in that first group of wide receivers out or second group. He's going to be a top six or seven guy, though. I, I'm probably with you on Dante Dowdell, uh, 6'2", 218, but I mean, that's a crowded running back room. Ramir Johnson, assuming he's back healthy, and Gabe Irvin, if he's back healthy. Emmett Smith had a really good freshman year. And then you've got Quentin Ives, who they really, really like. But Dowdell has the the pedig- has the the resume, I should say. Like I said, you go back and watch his high school tape, and like the first four or five plays are 95-plus yard runs. Yeah. And the little guys, because he's a big dude, he likes that, to run into people. That what? Yep. But he runs away from. But people. he can run away the, from people. That, that was what was astounding around. to me. Yeah, he, he's. Uh, it's going to be an interesting running back room. The guy that I think is really big for Nebraska is Jamal Banks, mm-hmm. and he's had some really good things to say about Dylan Riola. He says usually when you warm up with a quarterback, it takes 10, 15 minutes. 
he's he is throwing 80 yards right away. Like boom. Um, and Banks is one of those guys that's seen some pretty good quarterbacks uh in the SEC, played for Wake Forest. Um, I think that's a big, big get because you had a lot of teams in on him. Missouri, I think, wanted him. I think Notre Dame wanted him. Minnesota wanted him. Nebraska got him. Um, I, I, Thompson's a big one. Dowdell's a big one. I think Mazuka, or however you pronounce it, uh, is is a big one. The offensive lineman because they they had need along the offensive line. We've seen the offensive line. Well, yeah, the I last mean, and especially if if Ethan Piper doesn't come back and he decides to get, be, become a coach, which it sounds like he's going to yeah. go that direction. A little bit similar to Nicklin Hames. Uh, where, where, and, and, you know, for, for Ethan, um, you know, put your health first young man. And, and if you're, you're healthy enough to come back and play, oh my gosh, would we love to have you back on the field? But I, I think Ethan Piper is going to be a hell of a coach. I really do. Yeah. It'd be nice for him to come back, but he probably shouldn't. Um, and that, that was a, let's face it. it was that was brutal. a gruesome, yeah. gruesome, brutal injury, uh, that happened to Ethan. And sometimes you just think, you know what? It's a tough sport. I had fun. I'm done. Good night, yeah, everybody. But if he wants to come back and he's healthy, that's the whole thing. Yeah. Is what, whatever Maybe him and his doctors guys, and his family decide. Mid-season, he said, you know what? I want to come back. And he can do it mid-season. I've, I've been practicing, you know, lifting and getting ready, and now I'm ready. Uh, How interesting would that be if he was like a graduate assistant next year? And then, uh, you know, whether it was injury or whatever, yeah. he just just like, you know what? <laughs> he would do it. I mean, <laughs> probably. He, I, there's, if there's one guy on the team that if you needed him to do it, yeah. Ethan Piper would be that guy to yeah. do it. Uh, for sure. Let's get to break and come back with more. It's Husker Rewind. We do it uh, every Sunday. Uh, there should be some Sundays like uh, over the new year or Christmas that we don't do it, but we're usually here and on time. Uh, and then the stream co collapses and then we go back on the air. <laughs> uh, but today I, it's been a good show and we'll do our final segment after this.